Welcome to Women Living Courageously, a virtual women's ministry working in tandem with the ministries of love we're finding. We are here to encourage you to laugh without fear of the future. I'm your host, Melanie Redd, and we are so glad that you have joined us today. As we begin, I wanted to share a wonderful review from Apple Podcast. This listener is called Living Water, and this is what they shared. The words Melanie speaks on this podcast are living water. They never run dry and always quench the thirst of those who consume them. Her voice is soft and soothing and delivers the sweet message of what Christ has done for us. Thank you, Living Water, for your kind review. These reviews really do make a big difference in others listening to our podcast. And who knows, maybe I'll share yours next time. Just for fun today, if you will leave a review and send me a screenshot or photo of that review, I will mail you a free copy of my brand new devotional book, Just Rest. I'll do this for the first five reviews that I receive and... Just for those that always send me a note, these must be new reviews, not reviews that are already on the page. So I want to say thank you in advance for any reviews that you'll leave. So let's get started today. I want to give you a devotional thought. Recently, as some of you know, my sweet mama spent an entire month in the hospital. Day after day, different doctors, nurses, and hospital workers would come in and out to assist her. They brought her food, checked her vital signs, and took amazing care of her for the duration of her stay. We were so blessed to see the care, concern, and kindness of all the staff of Baptist Hospital and Baptist Rehab Hospital. For two of the weekends that she was there, I actually spent the night in the hospital room with my mom. It was quite an adventure, to say the least. It helped me to keep up with how she was doing and to make sure she got quality care on those weekends when the staff was rather slim. On the second of the two weekends that I stayed overnight, one particular nurse really impacted us. This nurse was a traveling nurse, and it was the first time I had encountered her during my mother's stay. She took wonderful care of my mom. The night that she cared for us, she was with us for a full 12-hour shift. She came in often and checked to see how things were going. She went beyond the call of duty to make sure my mom's needs were taken care of. She was unusually kind and compassionate. What struck me most was the morning after she had been there all night working. It was about 6.30 in the morning, and she was to get off at 7 o'clock. I know she must have been exhausted because I was just after sleeping there all night. On this particular morning, my mother was concerned about having her hair combed but no one wanted to touch her scalp because she had had brain surgery. We were all afraid to upset the stitches or to cause some kind of medical issue. When my mom mentioned the desire to have her hair brushed to this nurse, the nurse went and got a comb. Then very tediously and carefully, she began to fix my mother's hair. She formed some curls with her fingers, she smoothed out the hair, and she took about 20 minutes to make it look really nice. I know this was not in her job description, and I knew she had been working all night, 11 and a half hours straight. But she took some moments to show grace to a little lady who wanted to have her hair fixed. In that moment, even sleep-deprived, I recognized what was happening. We were experiencing a moment of amazing grace, imparted from one human to another. I believe that sweet nurse's name was Lauren, but I never saw her again after that night. 
She came in for that one shift, and then she left. But her treatment of my mom will affect me for the rest of my life. I saw a beautiful picture of someone who went the extra mile for someone else. That's what I want to talk to you about today, giving grace, extending grace to other people. I'm not sure we've ever needed grace like we do right now. Yes, we need God's grace, absolutely. But we also need grace from our fellow human beings, and we need to give grace to our fellow human beings. Pastor Adrian Rogers said this. He said, if you are not growing in grace, you are living in disgrace. Listen, I know it's hard. I don't think there's ever been a more challenging time to be nice and gracious and kind to other people. However, as one national leader recently said, no matter where we are on the globe, north is still north. If you're in a raging storm, north is still north. If the seas are calm, north is still north. It's a good reminder. And may I add, no matter what is going on around us, Jesus is still Jesus And we need to act like him even more than we ever have before. You see, I think people need to see that what we have is real. People around us need to see that Christians are different because of what Jesus has done in their lives. We ought to be the most grace-filled people that other people encounter all day long. Jesus' followers ought to be the kindest, most compassionate, most loving people on the planet. But sadly, That's not often the case. At a pastor's conference, I heard one pastor share a story about some research that was done on Sundays at lunch in several area restaurants. In the study, waiters and waitresses were interviewed about the way they were treated and tipped on a typical Sunday after church. When describing their least favorite customers and their least favorite day, They said they hated Sundays and they hated the church groups. Those servers said that the people from the church were the rudest, most demanding, and least generous tippers of all the people that they served in an entire week. I hate to hear that, but I know it's probably true. So what can we do to improve on giving grace to other people? What can we do as God's people to extend more grace more compassion, and more kindness to those we encounter all week long. How can we allow God to give us more grace with other people? Let me share a couple of verses with you and then give you three quick ways to add a little more grace to your life. The verses are from Colossians 3, 14 through 16. The Bible says, Since God chose you to be the holy people He loves, you must clothe yourself with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Let me give you three quick ways to add more grace to your day. First, start with Jesus. Allow him to clothe you in mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Picture yourself getting up every morning and putting on a grace t-shirt. A second way to add more grace to your day, spend at least a few minutes every morning in the Bible. It will give you more grace. If you don't know where to start, read a proverb a day. Go through the Psalms or read through the book of John one chapter at a time. A third thing you can do to add more grace to your day is this. Ask God to make you a person who generously 
overflows with grace to everyone you encounter. Ask Him to build grace and infuse grace into your life. He is well able to make you a more gracious and compassionate person. Now I want to give you five very challenging and practical ways to give the grace of God to others in your life. These are daily things, and some of them you're not going to like. I'll just tell you. First, when you drive or ride, drive or ride with grace. Let me give you a few sample things that you could do. Let other people go first. Let them in the line. Let them pass you as needed. Even give up a better parking place, I dare you. Second, work with grace. Be kind at work. Offer to get a coworker a cup of coffee or a bottle of water. Let someone go ahead of you at the copy machine. Be willing to switch shifts with someone else and stop and ask someone how they're doing. A third thing you can do is shop with grace. If someone has fewer items than you, let them go ahead of you in the line. Be kind to the checkout person. Smile at other people. Now that we have our mask off, there's never been a better time to smile at someone else. Put your cart back in the cart rack. There's some grace. Thank those people that help you and serve you. Don't just gruffly hurry off. Actually say thank you. Fourth, show grace in your community and neighborhood. Get involved. Be kind to your neighbors. Don't just think about your own yard and your own house. See if you can help someone else. Maybe take their trash can to the curb or put it back. Be friendly and grace-filled with your neighbors. Finally, show grace at home with friends and family. Hug someone that you live with, one of your family members. Try for 10 or 15 seconds, not just a short hug. Answer with respect. Give the same grace that you want them to give you. Listen to your closest people. Care about what they're dealing with. Be kind at home. You may be wondering, why? Why do I have to go to all this trouble? Why does this matter? Philippians 2.5 says this, You must have the same attitude that Jesus Christ had. People need to see Jesus in us. This is how Jesus acted, and it's how we should act. It's that simple. As I close, let me share one more fun story with you that happened just recently. I'm one of those people who's on social media quite a bit. I get notes and messages from people all over the world, many of whom I do not know. Recently, I got a note from a man who lives in West Africa in a place called Ghana. In his broken English, he wrote, Thank you for making your Christianity so sweet and attractive to others. Maybe that's the key. Far too often, I think we push people away with our versions and our representations of Christ. But Jesus said in John 12, 32, If I be lifted up, I draw all men to me. If you read the Gospels, you will see how people were so drawn to the person of Jesus Christ. I want my life to draw people to Jesus, not push them away. Don't you? So today, why not start your time by asking God to give you grace? Picture yourself putting on a grace t-shirt. Then spend some time in the Word and fill up with some of His grace. Then drive with grace, work with grace, shop with grace, behave in your neighborhood and community with grace, and treat your closest people with grace. Think about this as we finish. In John 13, 35, Jesus said, let me give you a new command, love one another. In the same way I loved you, you love one another. This is how everyone will recognize that you are my disciples when they see the love you have for each other. My prayer 
is that we will display the love of God in the way that we treat other people. Just as that sweet nurse took the time at the end of her shift to fix my mother's hair, may we also extend grace everywhere we go today. May we give the grace we so desperately want other people to give to us. May we look for a way to extend a little more grace to someone today. Listen, I've created a sheet for you with all of these grace-giving ideas typed out. It's called Fabulous Ways to Give More Grace Away. And you can grab your copy on our website, print it out, and hang it up where you'll see it regularly. And to get to your free sheet, you just check the show notes today and you can get a copy. Also, before we go, have you followed the podcast? Have you shared a review? These would be so helpful. To continue to reach more people and to grow in the podcast world, we need your follows and your reviews. And don't forget, I'm giving away five Just Rest devotional journals today to the first five people who leave a brand new review on the podcast and send me a photo or a screenshot. So thanks in advance for helping us in this way. And if this blessed you today, would you share it with someone else? Send the link or screenshot the show or send it to a friend or coworker or family member who you think would benefit from listening. Just this last week, I've had two ladies reach out to me that shared that somebody shared the podcast with them and that they were following and they've been encouraged. This is so awesome. Listen, we're blessed and honored that you've joined us. Thank you for being a part of this ministry. We appreciate you. And remember, we are ordinary women, but we serve an extraordinary God, and He wants to fill you up with overflowing grace today.